and welcome to the Champagne Throttle podcast. I am your host, Toki, and Champagne Throttle is all about accelerating towards our financial, our spiritual, and our sexual goals while enjoying the journey along the way. And uh, so the last couple of episodes, I've been talking about women. I've been talking about the dojo series and why it's why it's so important to know how to keep women without losing your manhood. But we're going to take a different turn today. Today is July 3rd. So it's only right that I talk about this great country, how great this country has been to me, where I think this country's headed and what you can do to, you know, put yourself in a better position than most people. See, the thing about it over here on Champagne Throttle, we're not posers. I'm over here trying to figure things out just like you are. I'm not going to come on here and pretend like I know everything about the world, that I know everything about women. No, it's champagne throttle. You are along the journey. We are all going to grow together on this podcast. And you know what? To be honest, I believe that we are going to celebrate one of the last birthdays of this great country. One of the last birthdays of this great country tomorrow. And I know that sounds it sounds really negative. But if you really think about it, you have the massive inflation, the extreme political division, the lack of productivity. These are all signs of a dying nation. And you know what? You can't sit here and cry and complain about it. These are the cars that we were dealt. These are the cars that we were dealt. You always read in history books about how these crazy things happened like how did the holocaust happen how did this war happen well you never think that you're going to be the one living in that time and when we recognize that we are living in that time we have to do what we what we need to do as men and women we have to remember what's important we have to keep our eyes on the prize we have to believe in important things like our country we have to believe in our families we have to believe in god we have to believe in each other We have to go back into believing in those things instead of believing in the social media algorithms, believing in the fake electronic friends that you have, believing in that online avatar that you build up more than your real life avatar, than your real life person. We're going to have to recalibrate. And that's what this podcast episode is going to be all about. And uh, I know you all have seen it. I know you all have seen the craziness around this country with the riots and stuff like that last year. Just just basically chaos. There's so much chaos over the past year, especially. And you ask, how did we get to this point? If you think about where America is now compared to where America was in 1997, you could not convince someone back in 1997 that they would be wearing a mask over their face for the better part of a year. And, uh, for a virus that hardly has any any kind of fatality rates uh, that's that's just as dangerous as the flu. Yeah, I'll say that right here right now on the podcast. I don't care. You could never convince them that you would have white people and black people so divided that you would have de- the Democratic and the Republican parties so divided. You could not convince someone that this would be the fate of America back in 1997. So we have to ask, how did how did we get to this point? Well, I'm going to let you know that it didn't happen overnight. I've studied societies. I've studied the rise and fall of societies for quite some time because I'm kind of a nerd in that aspect. I really like stories of war. I like stories of societies crumbling and societies building back up. And therefore, I was able to recognize a few patterns before a lot of other people were unfortunately recognizing patterns and people being aware of them are 
and, and making other people aware of them are two completely different things because you're the boy that cried wolf until the wolf is at your at your front doorstep. So to answer the question of how this happened, how we allowed this to happen, we have to realize that there are many different factors. But the very first thing is that we let the fire go out. We started to let the fire. We started to let the light go out. The the antidote to light is is darkness and in darkness, there is chaos. When if you're in the dark, if you're in a wide open area or you're in a forest and you have no light, you are disoriented. You, with that dis- disorientation comes chaos. You do not understand things. You cannot see things clearly. You don't even know if you're in a safe place. If it's pitch black outside, you're walking around in a field. You don't know if you're about to walk off of a cliff if it's dark enough. What men do, what we've always done in this world is bring order out of the chaos because men, we're the ones to combat that chaos. We're the ones to go to the edge of the campfire light and peek out and maybe expand our borders through traits like strength, courage, mastery of skills and and honor and honor within a tribe, within a group of people. And we started to let the fire of masculinity. We started letting the fire of morals. We started letting the fire of principles that founded this country begin to be extinguished. And after so many lights are dimmed, After so many lights and so many fires are put out, we are left with darkness. We are left with that chaos. And that chaos is what we are experiencing in today's day and age. One of the things that has definitely changed over the years is language. We are letting our language. We are we have become so soft as a society that we're trying to protect anyone and everyone. We're afraid to hurt anyone's feelings. We're afraid to draw a line in the sand. And when you're afraid to draw a line in the sand, anybody can cross your boundaries. You have no set boundaries. The chaos can inch closer and closer and closer to you if you're not willing to speak up and say, hey, I am not cool with this or say, hey, you will not cross this line. I'm a man of principle. You cannot expect women to do this. You cannot expect the feminine to do this. It's always been the role of the masculine to secure the borders, to draw the line in the sand, to protect what we have, what we believe and take what we want if necessary. That's always been the role of man throughout throughout the entire history of this world. It's been man's job to conquer and protect. And we have not protected our language. We've allowed people many people that possibly have mental disorders to come in and change the nomenclature and the dangerous thing about changing the way you say something and changing the way that you speak about something is that you are subconsciously changing your thought process if i'm calling someone instead of calling this 400 pound five foot six person obese and possibly lazy if i call him oh he's just He's just a little challenged. He's a little thick. That's me excusing. That is me excusing his literal embodiment of laziness. And when you have these people change the definition of heroes from the past, they, they want to tear down statues of George Washington and all this other stuff and make them seem like villains. That is chaos creeping up on our morals. That is chaos creeping up on things that we used to hold dear things we used to aspire to be you you have these big women these big bbws coming to victoria's secret model runway competitions 
all because they want to be included. And they're calling these thin women like un unrealistic expectations, this and that. That is them changing your language and changing your thought process. That is why your sons are take pride in being weak. And that is why your daughters do nothing but sit around, gain weight and wonder where all the good men are when they're 30 years old. We allowed our language to be changed. We allowed our children to be raised by the media. So uh, after the introduction of birth control, you know, women had a, a, another huge surge of rights and good for them. That's awesome. But something negative happened. Women started replacing a man in the house with a paycheck from the government every month. They started to want that that paycheck from the government more than they wanted a man in the house. And that's all fun and dandy until you realize that these children are not being raised effectively. These children are not being raised well. Why do you see so many uh, short tempered children out there, short tempered children basically throwing temper tantrums, rioting and looting and things like that? It's because they haven't been raised. They haven't been raised by men and women. They have been raised by emotional women and the media. They've been raised by the media and the media. It has its own narrative. It has its own, you know, its own goal. It's I'm not even sure of the ultimate goal of the media, but I know that their goal is not to raise your children as model citizens in this country. Their goal is not to raise your children as a model father or a model brother and someone that you can love and respect because you know what? That doesn't generate money. That doesn't put money in their pockets. So why would you raise a man or a woman to be strong? Well, well, they're they're raising women to be strong and independent and things like that. But for the masculine, when was the last time you saw a masculine, good hearted man in the media? Today's day and age, all you see when men are represented in the media, they're either villains. They are either goofballs like the funny guys or they're incompetent. That is them training you subconsciously. That is them training your children subconsciously that, you know what? That's what a man is. When was the last time they showed an actual hero that wasn't undermined by another female, a masculine hero, a masculine ideal? You will not see it because it's too powerful. It is much too powerful to have these young men to have these young men see a role model that they could aspire to be. Because independent young men tend to draw lines in the sand. They tend to gain a lot of strength, a lot of power and the big media, the big elites, whatever you want to call them, do not want that. They do not want that. They just want a lot of uh, uh, man boys in their playpen. They want a lot of man boys in their playpen that just sit around, come home from work every day, watch their Netflix, order DoorDash and do and start the cycle over and over and over for a wage for a paycheck. That's what they want from you. That's what they want for their from your children. And that's how they've raised them. We've also allowed our men, the men that we do have with warrior spirits to feel alone. And I can attest to this personally. So me, I'm an outspoken person. This is no secret. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I will say what is not always on my mind. But if I have a problem with someone, someone or something, I will say that I have a problem with it. I have no problem pulling someone to to the side. I've done this plenty of times before. And I'm like, hey, because of X, Y and Z, I'm not your biggest fan. Blah, 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 blah. How can we grow? How can we get better? 
You don't have a lot of men these days that are willing to have conversations like that. You don't have a lot of men that are willing to call out the hypocrisy in the media and the government and all this other stuff. But the thing about it, I'm not expecting all men to be like that. But when these men are in the presence of another of, of a group of people, by you making them feel alone, when you look at them like they're crazy, even though they're saying something that you're thinking, even though they're saying something that, you know, you want to say yourself, but you're afraid of the social stigma by you looking at them crazy instead of giving them half hearted support, you are hurting that fire within that warrior. You are you are diminishing the fire within that warrior because you know what? If a person has a warrior spirit, but no one's willing to keep that warrior spirit alive by letting them know that they support him, the warrior starts to question himself. Why am I even doing this? Why do I even feel so strongly about this? I guarantee you before this whole uh, before the whole virus thing, there were a lot of other masculine men that would stand up for something that would call out hypocrisy that would say, hey, you know what? I don't think this is right, but I think 2020 killed them. I think 2020 killed off most of their warrior spirit because they were in these areas with everyone else and everyone else is only worried about the way they look in a social setting, the way they look in a group. Everybody wants to comply. Everybody wants to be part of the herd so much that they're afraid of saying what they know needs to be said. And it's sad because I tell you what, I never gave up. I never gave up. I still have the heart of a lion. I still have the heart of a king, a warrior. But I know for a fact that a lot of people couldn't just sit around and talk their shit to their friends and family and be looked at crazy and keep going. I keep going because I have nothing to lose. I'm crazy. I'm crazy like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know I have one life on this champagne throttle of a journey. I only get one. So I'm going to put my foot on the gas. I'm going to put my foot on the gas and I will not leave a stone unturned. I will not leave anything unsaid. That is the life that I live. But I know a lot of other people don't live a life like that. And by you not supporting the warriors and you not supporting their spirit, it causes them to feel alone. And you wonder why the world has taken such a crazy turn. Well, you guys got rid of all the warriors. You guys were trying to look so cute for your Instagram pictures. You guys were trying to look so cool at this at this setting that you did not support the people who are willing to uphold the values that you really hold dear. It's sad. In this country, we've allowed science to kill religion and political correctness to dethrone our heroes. When here's the thing about it. Here's the beautiful thing about it. Right. When you focus on God, I don't care if you're Muslim, I don't care if you're uh, a Hindu, I don't care if you practice Buddhism. When you focus on a spiritual ideal that is greater than yourself that you know you can't reach. I know I can never be God, but aspiring to be a little bit more like God and be a godly man causes me to be a better man while I'm here on earth. But when you slay these gods, when you when when no one believes in anything, you don't dream. You don't dream. I remember as a child I used to daydream about flying. I would daydream about, you know, beating up bad guys and all kind of crazy stuff like that all the way up into my teens. I'm actually going to start daydreaming like this again because I feel like it keeps you young and I think it keeps your mind young. But when you stop dreaming, you are killing your subconscious's ability to aspire.
That is your subconscious trying to come out in the form of dreams. If you have a dream about flying, that is your subconscious telling you that it wants to aspire for more freedom that it wants to chase more freedom. You have a dream about you jumping onto a, a tall building. That is your subconscious aspiring to be stronger, aspiring to be better. You have a dream about saving your loved ones. That is your subconscious telling you that you're aspiring to be a hero and that, that those are good things. But without the myths, without the religion, without without the heroes, you take that away. You don't dream anymore. But the thing about it, the opposite of dreams are nightmares. And you will always have nightmares. Nightmares are your subconscious's, you know, cry. It's nightmares are your subconscious's little cry for fears. Your your subconscious fears come out in the form of nightmares. And you're always going to have your fears. So therefore, you're always going to have your nightmares. But if you don't believe in something greater than yourself, you're just going to be a man with no dreams, all nightmares, living in chaos, in darkness. Fuck that. Fuck that. It's just about the same thing when we let political correctness dethrone our heroes. We have statues of George Washington and other founders of this country being torn down. These brass, these bronze statues being pulled down. And you know what the worst part about it is? They're not replacing those heroes with any other heroes. They're leaving those platforms bare. They are leaving those platforms that bear. They're tearing down these statues of heroes and they're tearing down the idea of masculine heroes all because of pol political correctness. No man is perfect. No man on this earth is perfect. And, and every single person has something they could be, you know, antagonized for if it were to come to light. Every single person, whether it's a thought an action, no one on this earth is perfect. But we do have heroes. We do have people that have had time on this earth like Alexander the Great, where they accomplished so much that you kind of wonder like, damn, this person, what, what was it about this person? What was it about Alexander the Great that caused him to conquer all of Greece and Asia? What, what was it about this person? And for these people that tear down these statues and don't replace them, and tear down these heroes and don't replace them with any more heroes. They're cowards. And I'm going to tell you why they are cowards because they they do not like to walk in the shadow of those heroes. So an inspired man, a man that's going places will hear a story about Alexander the Great or see a statue of George Washington and feel in inspired. We all know. Yeah, no, I'm not going to found my own country. I'm not about to go to war with the British Empire and win more than likely in this lifetime. That is not going to happen. But the fact that this ideal did this man did he stuck by his values that inspires me to stick by my values a little bit more. I know that I'm not going to conquer all of the known world like Alexander the Great, but just hearing stories about him will cause him will cause me to want to conquer more of the world that I inhabit. It'll cause me to want to be better than I already am. It'll cause me to want to grow. But that coward, that person who's not willing and, and that doesn't want to put in the work to be a better person, they hate heroes. They hate walking past those statues because they make them feel smaller than they already are. Think about it. Think about it. Why do you think these Victoria's Secret models, the, the thin ones were persecuted and, and and hated on? It's because, sure, they may be a near imper they may be a near perfect ideal, 
but it's still an ideal. It's still an ideal for you to try to keep your body in shape. This whole dad bod thing and all that stuff, it's bullcrap. It's bullcrap. It's mediocrity. It's cowardice. It's cowardice. That is them using their using language to change the definition of what is great and and what we should aspire to be. The fat women that get on Twitter and hate on skinny chicks are cowards and they are lazy. The men with their neck beards that hate on conquerors like Alexander the Great that had different a different set of rules for a different time. They're they are cowards. They are cowards because they are afraid of putting in the work to not replicate this ideal because you can never have a perfect replication but they are afraid to put forth their best effort in becoming a better version of themselves if a woman doesn't have an eating disorder or something like that she's just some fat bitch that sits around and 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 hates on victoria's secret models or hates on women with a better body type than she does she is a coward She's a coward. She is afraid of one of the worst things. She's she's afraid of going to war with herself. She's afraid of going to war with herself and her preconceived ideals in order to become a better person. She would much rather just wallow in her own laziness, tear down statues of heroes and other people. She so check this out. The people that want to tear down heroes and the people that want to eliminate ideals and myths. Those are the same people that say, I can't be the best. So why should I even try to be better? They're the same people. This July 4th, I challenge you. I challenge you to not let anyone alter your language without your permission. I challenge you to raise your children yourself instead of letting the media raise your children. I challenge you to be a man with a warrior spirit. And keep that warrior spirit burning brightly, even if no one sees the importance of that warrior spirit initially. I challenge you to not let science kill religion. I challenge you to not let political correctness dethrone your heroes. Here's the thing about it. Even after all this, after everything I just complained about, I still wouldn't have this any other way. I still wouldn't have life any other way. I'm a black man from a small town in the South that has traveled the world. I've served my country. I've seduced women of all ethnicities. I have great friends of every skin color and race. Where else could I have had the pleasure of living this life? Where else? Because I tell you what, if you're a black man and you can't make it in America, you can't make it anywhere. If you're a white man and you can't make it in America, you can't make it anywhere. We need to go out there and get it. I literally have relatives overseas in Africa that would still give an arm and leg for an opportunity to be over here in the land of opportunity. So get out there and go get it. Stop wishing that someone else can change your future. That is up to you. That is up to you only. You are a man. You are a man. You are a woman. Stop looking to days past and wishing that you were there instead. Your time is now. Our time is now. And you have to take pride in that. You can't think, oh, man, I wish I was born in the 1970s. What good is that going to do you? It does absolutely no good to wish and dream that you were somewhere else to have dreams about conquering today. Have dreams about conquering tomorrow. Have dreams about conquering your time. Have dreams about conquering our time. Let's go. So apply a little champagne throttle to your life. Accelerate towards your goals, but don't forget to enjoy the journey. This is the only one you have.
All right, guys, I know today was a different little spin on the things that I wanted to talk about, but I had to go ahead and record this and let you guys know the way I felt about this country and the way that I feel about the way this country's going. Sure, I feel like it is one of the last birthdays of, of America, but that's okay. As long as you have that warrior spirit within yourself, you will be fine. This isn't the first time that a country has been on the, on the decline in the history of mankind. This isn't the first time that we've had polit extreme political division in the history of mankind. Your ancestors have literally lived through things like this. They have fought tooth and nail. They have conquered. They have survived. They have done everything they can to bring you into the world. You are a representation of the best genetic potential that they could bring into the world. So act like it. Prove it. I want to sh I want you to show me what you got. All right, guys, follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter if you want me to if you have any topics you want me to talk about. And until next time, peace.